Worldview update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In Ukraine, soldiers from both Russia and Ukraine are reporting intense fighting along the border of Ukraine's Donetsk region with what appears to be a Ukrainian counteroffensive underway. At the same time, Russian missiles killed at least 11 people when they were targeted at the Ukrainian city of Krivihri. Russia says it's destroyed tanks made by the U.S. and Germany in the fighting over the last few days. Stephen Grust is the head of the Africa Governance and Diplomacy Program and the Russia-Africa Project at the South Africa Institute of International Affairs. Stephen, good morning. Morning, Stephen. Firstly, is this the Ukrainian counteroffensive? Can we say that that's now started? Yes, we can. And uh, President Zelensky uh, a day or two ago announced that this is indeed the Ukrainian counteroffensive. We've been waiting for it. Uh, as the European spring has emerged, we were expecting that the Ukrainians would mount a counteroffensive, and it appears then to have started. How difficult is it to know what's actually going on on the ground? So both sides report intense fighting. Okay, so we can probably accept that is true. To try and work out which way it's moving, how many soldiers are being killed, who those soldiers belong to, all of that must be intensely difficult right now. It is difficult. I'm not sure how many journalists are on the front line. Um, you know, they talk about the fog of war, uh, where where it's difficult to get accurate uh, reports of exactly what's happening. The Ukrainians, for example, claim to have taken back seven small villages uh, in their counteroffensive so far. Um, there's reports of uh, all sorts of things that are unverified. But I think uh, generally we, we, we get a reasonable picture of what's happening. Certainly, uh, you mentioned Kriviri, uh, some quite shocking pictures coming out, videos of a five-story building that was bombed by the Russians and uh, burning, uh, destroyed, looking like, uh, you know, Berlin in 1945, um, some, some quite heavy fighting there. So, yes, it's difficult getting an accurate picture. Um, the fact that Russia is also using missiles, and the thing about them is that it can basically get almost anywhere in Ukraine, very difficult to stop, um, rains terror on people. It's all about, in a way, a sort of total war. Um, and this, unfortunately, now looks like it could go on for some time. Yes, uh, you know, even though we're having our African peace mission by uh, um, Cyril Ramaphosa and six other African presidents are going to be going to Russia and Ukraine this week to talk peace, I'm not sure this conflict is ripe for resolution, as they say in the literature. Uh, there's a lot of fighting on the ground. I mean, the significant thing about Kriviri is that it's actually Zelensky's hometown, um, and it's not on right on the border. So, uh, yes, it is total war. It is... Uh, a war without a front, really, because uh, Russia has been attacking Ukrainian cities right in the, in the heart of the country, quite far away from where the troops on the ground are stationed. So the African peace mission, and I presume with six heads of state, both Russia and Moscow have to receive them. They have to hear them. Do you think that, Do you think anything's going to come out of it? I mean, it's always probably, I mean, generally speaking, always a good idea to at least talk peace. Yeah, I agree with you there. And we have to give peace a chance, as John Lennon would have told us. But uh, this particular mission, as to where the, uh, the the battle is on the ground, where both sides still believe that they can get a, a military victory or at least a more favorable, favorable position from which to uh, negotiate, I think having six or seven heads of state is going to be complicated. Um, I'm not sure the parties, as you say, I think I think they 
they're entertaining this mission, but as we can see, the fighting is still raging on the ground. Um, I don't think people really expect too much from this mission at the moment, but yes, we have to we have to give it a chance to to see what what might be possible. What would be nice, I mean, what people might like to see is a sort of pause in the fighting or a lessening of offenses of, of offensives just to, you know, while the peace mission is actually mm. there, from what we're seeing on the ground, it doesn't look like that's happening. Yeah, I know exactly. I think uh, it's still full steam ahead. Uh, the Ukrainians have been reporting uh, gaining 200 meters here and 500 meters there. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like there'll be any kind of ceasefire to allow this mission to to do its best. Uh, but I think it's important to, to speak to both sides and to to see what a peace agreement might look like. Uh, my understanding is that the mission is going to focus on three things, one being prisoner exchange, two being fertilizer trade, and three being the grain trade. Uh, all quite practical matters. And sometimes that's where peace needs to be built from in the first instance. The U.S. tanks and the German tanks that are now on the ground there, Russia claims to have destroyed several uh, Leopard tanks. I think there is a German Bradley tanks are American. Um, mm. The West keeps giving more and more aid to Ukraine. Does the risk of escalation continue to increase as well along with that? There always is that risk uh, as the West continues to arm, arm Ukraine. Um, a stray missile, an uh, ill-advised attack, uh, you know, when it encroaches onto, onto Russian territory, I think people get very nervous. So, yes, uh, this is a, a, a war being fought with the most sophisticated weapons that, uh, that we've seen. And, uh, you know, if you look at the, the visuals of the war, when you see attacks and buildings bombed out and, and uh, uh, battalions devastated, it's, it's brutal. Stephen Gruz, thank you very much indeed. Really do appreciate the time this morning. He's the head of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program in the Russia-Africa Project at the South African Institute of International Affairs. 27 minutes now after 6 o'clock.